Casper, this one's a long time coming, buddy. Yeah, you don't even have to tell me what to do. Let's just hit it. You're listening to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins Podcast. Your number one destination to break the ice with your favorite players. And now, without further ado, your host of the Penguins Podcast, Nick Hart. Oh. Hey there, hockey fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. Thrilled that you decided to join us today for this episode. So I'm not going to waste any time here. Let's jump into it here because I'm sure there's a lot of ground we're going to cover today. My guest for this episode of the Penguins podcast is Penguins forward Casper Bjorkquist. Casper, how the heck are you doing today? Oh, wonderful. Um, I'm loving your uh, shirt. Oh, you know, thank you. You're wearing the blue, old school. Old school Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, what, Heinz Field Winter Classic. Yes. Um, no, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, it's it's getting warmer outside. You know, the golf season is just around us. So um, uh, that in playoff times, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's coming up. It's the best time of the year. It's funny. You're not the first person to mention, like, oh, it's getting just a little bit warmer, and immediately their mind goes right to golf. Right to golf. You a big golfer? Uh, I'm bad, but I'm, uh, I like to play golf. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good way to get the mind away from hockey and because you just, you know, you really have to focus on that one thing, you know, just hitting the ball. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I like it. Whether you're good or not, exactly. you know, we're not going to the PGA or anything like that. Just, just like you said, get your mind off, off of hockey and hit the links. Exactly. There you go. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here on the podcast, Casper. This is one that uh, I've wanted to do for a while now. In fact, this is your second time throwing on the, the headset here with me. If we rewinded back the clock to three years ago, your appearance as a Yolopuki on the Penguins uh, <laughs> Christmas special. I got to thank you again for that. Great improv skills on your part there. Well, that was a fun, you know, a long time ago, but, you know, I still remember it. Um, yes, uh, Yolopuki, Santa Claus is always a big thing for, for us Finnish guys, so... Uh, it was, an, it was an honor being his little helper there. An honor to play Yolopuki here on the Penguins podcast. So I, I know that, uh, like I said, you got great improv skills. You're, you're a good conversationalist. Always, you know, have something to say in the, the locker room, get the conversation going. So I feel like we can just dive right into this. We don't need to waste any time. And I feel like I can get you going right out of the gate. We can't ignore the hot topic that has been littered across social media this whole past week. You're already laughing. Casper, are there more wheels or doors in the world? Where do you fall on this debate? I think it's it's a, all depends on, on how we define wheels and, and doors. Uh, you know, we got to remember, you know, the world and, and, you know, how many people we, we are here. And, right. and we're just a small part in, in the Western world. Um, uh, so is an opening enough to count as a door? No. Exactly. Like, a, like a doorway is not a door. Exactly. You need to I have a door. It needs exactly. To so then you, when you look at doors, a lot of the times there's some sort of look, – looking at older doors, it's going to okay. be wheels, right, that you spin uh-huh. to open the doorknob. Yes. You look at a car, you know, the engine in itself is a wheel, you know. So I'm going to have to go with – with wheels. It's obviously wheels. Right? It has to be. <laughs> we were, I, I can't yeah. imagine anyone would think it's doors for a lot of the reasons you just pointed out. There are so many wheels in machinery. Yes. They're not just the wheels you see on a car. Any pulley system is likely operated through wheels. 
Yes. Um, I know this isn't going to break the tie in the great debate of doors versus wheels, but I like think imagine, imagine a roller coaster. How many wheels operate a roller coaster? Yes. Not just on the car, but on the chain pull. And then, like, yes. there's one roller coaster cart probably has 30 wheels, 32 wheels. Yeah. And then to actually make the thing move just to make machinery happen. And you can even rule out gears. You don't need to include gears. Yeah. Just pure wheels. Yeah. Overwhelming wheels. Yes. It's overwhelming wheels. I, I, I agree. Yeah. But there's for sure going to be someone, you know. There are many at, people. Coming at us. But I think we're going to, you know. Just like last weekend, Victor Hovland and in the golf tournament, you know, they stood their grounds and they wanted the drop to be for those guys watching golf. You know what I'm talking about? For you guys who don't, you have no <laughs> idea what I'm saying. But anyway, so, you know, you got to stand your ground. And uh, I think we're doing that right now. Explain it for those who, who wouldn't have seen the tournament. So, uh, I can't remember what hole it was. But, so, this uh, is the players, right? Yes, the, yes. the players. Um, we had uh, Daniel Berger, uh, got a water ball. Um, and so naturally you're going to, you hit the the ball in the water and everyone who's played golf. Yep. Beautiful sound, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> that's nice. That's not a shank. That's, you know, <laughs> that's not how my ball sounds. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, yeah. So it goes in the water. Like I said, everyone who's played knows that you're going to bring it back and drop it where it crosses the, you know, the water line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was discussion about where that place and everyone who plays golf knows you have the, that one buddy, you know, who's maybe 20 yards further than he should actually be dropping. Yes. So I think that was going on. The the Joel Damon and, and Victor Holland, who were pairing, is the Burgers pairings, were telling him that he needs to go damp back further further away from the hole and drop it there. And I thought it was pretty interesting. you know. And then, then they brought the, the official, and he was saying it, they have to decide amongst themselves. They basically said you guys have to hash yeah, it out. Yeah. No, like video I, review no, or anything no. like that. Just like you guys figure it and out. And I think I think that's uh, how the rule goes. It's it's the player who hit in the water who has to make the decision. Like who has the final say. He can put it wherever he wants. But I still think they brought the official over. I think it's pretty crazy that. Think about in our game, you know. <laughs> the the pucks on on the goal line and yeah. then you're like you guys just figure it out you yeah, know like did it go in or not <laughs> who yeah. knows you know yeah. just figure it out just ask the goalie <laughs> yeah like what that's insane that's crazy at but. the PGA they're just like listen you guys hash it out yeah. figure it out amongst the two of you come up, come up with a compromise yes that's amazing I missed that actually I was uh I know the players were on in the locker room uh, all weekend and things like that and I'll occasionally poke into Seamus McKelvey the athletic trainer's office and I'll see and we'll talk about Who's hitting the ball well? I know there were huge rain delays that actually like postponed a significant portion of the tournament, but I did not hear this great controversy. Yes. All of my sports coverage <laughs> lately has just been mobbed with now baseball being back and football free agency and trades and things like that that I completely missed what it sounds like an electrifying controversy at the players. Yes. So you're a golfer. You say you're not very good at it, but you like to play golf. Yes. Very recently, uh, Giuliano Marcolini, our social media person, asked the guys during the Olympics, hey, if you could play any sport other than hockey, a winter sport other than hockey, you came back with the uh, the cross-country skiing. Yes. You had a little bit of a rant there. Have you done the cross-country skiing? Is this something you've experienced with in the past? Yes. Okay. Um so when we were younger, uh, or I was younger, uh, we would always go with my family to the north. Um, there's, you know, for whatever holiday that was during Christmas t- or like winter time in general, 
um, from school. We would, you know, pack the car and, and drive up north there and, and, you know, go cross-country skiing, downhill skiing, stuff like that. And and I was all, always more of a, a downhill skier, you know. It's okay. More, it's, like, as, as a kid, that's more fun. Like, why would you want to work yeah. when you can just, you know, enjoy going down? Yeah, accelerate. It, go fast yeah. and go down. Uh, but as I've uh, gotten older, you know, had some minor issues with my body in terms of injuries <laughs> uh you know uh i've i've gotten more into to the the cross country skiing part and and i don't know it's i would never be at the level but i think it, i think it goes back to just uh i mean back in history finish history you know the the wars that we fought it was the soldiers were were on skis uh and 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 in in the winter war, war there so i think uh it's a it's a pride thing as well for us and and uh, yeah uh, during the Olympics I the the rant that I went on was you know it was a big thing because we had a uh, our guy Ivan Iskanen he won the gold medal on the on the 15 kilometer race there and and yeah it's it's a Finnish thing it's not very it's not a very TV friendly sport to be honest but right. uh, but when you get into it and and, and you know a little bit about the guys who are doing it it, it gets a lot more interesting. Very grueling physically, not an easy thing to train for or build up an endurance towards. It's one of the, like an ultimate commitment sport. We'll call it that. The commitment level. Oh, it's crazy. It's it's. I mean, it's completely different from what we're doing, right? Like they're they're, you know, we got to show up and, and play games, and and we have people trying to to stop our, us from you know scoring yeah. goals and stuff competing like that. against one another. Yeah. And it's you know it's one of those you know you 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 come to rink, you focus for that moment, and then you know you go home, you try to relax and get ready for the next night with that one it's all about yourself right like you can't if you you're not ready for the olympics you can't go back and blame someone else you yeah know? It's, that guy yeah it's and and that's that's the cruel part of the, about that sport and you know the the beautiful part of our hours right you so uh, i'm happy i'm you know i'm not a cross-country skier i'm a hockey player but <laughs> that's also the reason why i, I like to watch him and, and respect him a lot so Finland takes the gold this year in cross-country skiing. You mentioned the the Finnish pride. Um, I had no idea the historical connection there that you guys were fighting wars while basically doing cross-country skiing. I know Finland also has, what, the white-gray camo snipers. You hide in the, the woods. No one ever sees it coming. But the Finnish pride is is something that is palpable, especially with so many Finns around the locker. I mean, ever since you got here, uh, what, during the, the 1920 season, it was you, Ola Palave, uh, Emil Larmi, Nick Omari. Was that, was that the group, or was yes. there another guy, too? Yes, that's the group. You, uh, Juice, Juice, Juice was in was Pittsburgh. Up, uh, up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and now this year, it's you, Juice, uh, Lindy, Omari was here, Pusti, of course. The Finnish pride is palpable. Yes. Yes, it's 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 nice to see. <laughs> it's nice to see. I, I bet it is for you. Now, for I, I mean, I have never been to Europe. Period. Let alone, I know there's probably some fans who uh, have traveled to Europe, but I feel like they go to what we'll call the staple countries. We go. We went to Paris. We went to Madrid. We went to London. If there's someone who's planning. You know what? I'm doing something different for my European vacation. Give them the the pitch for Finland. Why is Finland? TheBomb.com. Well, you might bump into me. You know, that's, oh, the, first, that's the first thing, number right? one. Yes. No. Uh, I mean, I think when you travel, um, and I've been fortunate enough to, as a European person, you, and especially coming from Nordic country, you know, you, you, you're able to travel like into 
a lot of places in Europe. Because yeah. like just like here, you know, you might drive somewhere, you know, we did that too, but instead of you know, we drove to Sweden, for example, with with our parents. We took the boat to Sweden. We took the we know, we drove south, you know, to the Baltic countries, some stuff like that. So I think in terms of Finnish things, you're the best thing for me is just the peace. The beautiful summer nights when the sun doesn't set until four in the morning you know or and it, then it comes back right after that yeah and i think that's the beauty of the country it's just seeing those like either doing it summertime when you have the sun like the sun is up just like you go to to northern canada alaska something like that um and then you can just you know do whatever you want right go for a walk or if people like to go out and have fun with their friends you know you can do that there's a, there's some places in helsinki for that as well and that's then, what i was gonna say you you guys know how to have a good time oh we do we do but you know <laughs> i'm i'm luckily i'm i'm old enough now that it's you know uh sleep is important so <laughs> so yeah but and then the other the, the other part that i would say is beautiful is you know you go in the winter times you you go to the northern part you know if you're lucky enough you'll see the northern lights if if it's uh if it's a good day for that so i think that's the two two things that I would say and and Finland is not gonna blow you away with things that Paris or you know you have in New York or something like grand tourist monuments or things like that exactly it's more about you know and that's what I say for me it's it's just living there is uh it's it's what makes me really happy in the summers because I get to to enjoy that just go for walks and 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 enjoy that uh peace and calm Taking the serenity yes, exactly. of home. That, that seems like it's actually a really nice, uh, uh, I guess, a system that you have worked out here. You come over here, you play pro hockey, and I guess uh, the hustle and bustle of major cities, especially when you're called up in the NHL. And then when you go home in the offseason, you can relax with the serenity, not only the, the comfort of being in your home country, home, family, friends, but all of the, the nature around you, too, to just keep it kind of... Exactly relaxed i like that you you have you guys have a great system then yeah we do that's i mean that, thank you guys for you know <laughs> for pittsburgh for making it possible for us you know to to enjoy this now one of the guys who's come over for the first time this year and experiencing uh, america for the first time is pusti yeah. and, and pusti has become an item of fascination uh i would say not only in the locker room but with with the fan base not just because he's a pretty darn good player but because of his personality Despite the fact that he's not necessarily, you know, completely versed in the English language, he can have a conversation. Like, don't let him, don't let him fool you. He is, he is good enough English. But that personality just bleeds through. Um, did you know Pusti at all before this season? Let me start there. Uh, no, I knew him. Obviously, I knew him who he was as a player. Yeah, uh, you know, played against him actually last year, and and he's a little bit younger, so we didn't play uh, play against each other growing up, but. Uh, uh, I heard some things about him, you know, from guys I knew, and and I actually bumped into him once uh, this summer when he was working out, and just you know we said hi, stuff like that, and then, yeah, he's he's quite the fascinating character for sure. <laughs> quite the fascinating character. Before uh, I think it was one of the post game interviews, someone asked you about Pusti, and you said even just the the hometown uh, that he's from, Kopio, is known for having uh, jovial personalities oh, like yeah. that. If you go on YouTube uh, and and just look at Ismaila Ekola, he's actually doing some stand-up stuff in uh, in LA. If I'm not completely wrong, he uh, he's gonna be in 
from Kuopio, which is uh, Pussy's hometown. And so, everyone there is just a just a goof, or has this this certain like joie de vivre about them that they they know how to have a good time and just enjoy things. Yeah, I think that's a th- and and an emphasis on on know how to enjoy stuff because I think a lot of us know how to have a good time. You know, like I said, I know how to have a good time playing right. golf. Yes. Okay. For yeah. example, I know how to have a good time playing hockey. I know how to, but Pusty's ability to you know just have a good vibe and just you know enjoy the things that come you know in everyday life and and even the stuff that's not as positive you know turn them to you know good things and and i don't know he has this weird way of of you know being positive even when he he's negative in in sense that like oh things aren't always going the right way right yeah. so even when it's like oh this is we don't like this it's or this is whatever like whatever the case may be you know Wegmans is out of something whatever yeah. the case may be you know, he's had a, he has a great way of just, you know, saying it out with this positive way of just, oh, you just make, you just start laughing. The, the vibe just, is yes. different. Hard to describe. It's extremely hard to describe, yes. It as can you, only as be you experienced. Can see, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm having trouble here, you know. No, but, but that, yeah. that's that's really the, the whole essence of Pusti. That exactly. it is hard to describe. You just kind of need to be around it and kind of soak yes. it in. Like, he's funny in English without even saying that much, right? Yeah. Like, even from day one when he got in. Like, he, he was funny, right? Sometimes it's just a facial expression. Yes, And it's just exactly. a really, like, small thing that he'll do, and it's just like, <laughs> this guy's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's that comedian you said? I uh, got the... Ismo Leikola. You're going to have to help me out here. I got I, the computer yeah. in front of me. I can type it in. Perfect. Type I, it in. Uh, I-S-M-O. I-S-M-O. Space. Space. L-E-I-K-O-L-A. O-L-A. Here you're you're leaning around. This this our guy? Yes. Oh, he's sorry. been on Conan. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna uh, I'm just gonna click on something. We're not gonna play it on the podcast because I don't want to get any sort of copyright infringement. But uh, now that's in my search history, so Perfect. I can I can look it up later. We'll consider that an early uh, pens pick here. I'll clue you in on that later on. But um, so with all of this beautiful things that you have going on in Finland, all of these great friends, family, and grand personalities you have back home, I've always been curious as to why you made the decision or what led you down the path to play college hockey here in the U.S. Went to Providence College, had a great career with the Friars, but, I mean, you're far from the only European player to play college hockey, but I've always been interested. Why did you do that instead of uh, playing in the Liga or the Mestis or anything like that? That's a good question. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, looking back at it, um, you know, you it's been some time since I made that decision, and, you know, you, you, you start to think about, okay, so... At the moment, you know, it just feels like, okay, now I'm just doing that. I didn't really yeah. think about it too much, to be honest. It just felt like, okay, now I'm going to go play college hockey. Um, so what? Well, how old would you have been when that... that was, when, I was 18. So, so that was... Okay. So what happened was I played uh, World Juniors uh, that year. So mm-hmm. I played in the in, in the under-20 team in, back home uh, for Blues, as for mm-hmm. Blues, my hometown team. And the dream was always. So for Finnish guys, and maybe it's changed now because we have so many guys that are really making a mark from themselves in, in the NHL. But originally, like, even when I was growing up, the, the dream was – I don't want to say the dream was never to play in the NHL, mm-hmm. but it was, like, uh, that was something, like, up there, like, far away. The biggest the biggest thing was to play for your home – like, for me, it was up from Espo. So playing for yeah. the Liga team, so the yes. prof- professional team in Espo. And then, unfortunately, the team – the last year of my under-20 season – 
Uh, so it, which is the June, so sort of like juniors here, yeah. and then you, but it's under the same organization. So you just step from there. You, if you play well in the under twenties, you can even like, let's say you have a good practice on Tuesday, or play good a game Tuesday. They might call you, hey, we have a Wednesday practice. Come practice with the men's team. Yeah, okay. it's a junior system pipeline. Exactly. Ima- imagine if the Erie Otters were the specific pipeline for the Pittsburgh Penguins exactly. instead Very, of a draft. Yes, so exactly. So that's. Continue. So then I I decided. Uh, you know, I was going to stay. I, I got some offers to play for some some other teams. Uh, uh, in bef- Finland? In Finland okay. before that season. So I stayed and played in the under-20. You know, I, I wasn't ready. And I had a, a good year. And then during that season, it was like it was about, okay, so am I going to take the step and go professional here? or Because at that point, we had a couple of guys already who went to college from Espo a couple of years earlier. Mm-hmm. This story is going all over the place. But anyway, so... Um, and then, unfortunately, the the men's team went bankrupt mm-hmm. um, during that season. So somehow, I just felt f- my path just felt like okay, maybe you know, the college route is for me. It just felt like okay, maybe this is, this is like meant to be because the dream was always to play for Espo. Right. If there's no Espo, there's no dream, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. The, there's you know that dream in a way just felt like okay, that's not gonna happen. So so then then. Both of my parents are uh, college educated, so that's been a big emphasis at home um, throughout my whole life. And and I think even without them pushing me, you know, you all, for me, I've always wanted to make my parents happy for, for with the decisions that I made. So I think that's probably looking at it back yeah. today. That was probably something like they didn't push me, but you know, maybe in your subconscious, exact, the value of education. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm very excited and very happy. I made that decision today, but you know, um, so that's when, um, after world juniors, I got, you know, some college, um, attention and, and went for some visits and then decided to go with Providence and very, very happy with that decision. I, I, I had a, had a great time three years in, in Rhode Island and, and in Providence with with Coach Lehman, Nate Lehman, who's the coach there, and 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 the program, and and was lucky enough to you know play with some unbelievable players. Um, my freshman room was actually Brandon Duhame, who's now in Minnesota, and and Jacob Bryson, who's in Buffalo. Uh, so so that was kind of a cool you know experience, you know, being able to get better at school and 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 live the life with with not only those guys, but just you know all, all the other guys who were there there as well. And when you're at Providence, you guys have a pretty good team. I mean, Providence usually annually is a team that is, at the very least, in the competition to qualify for the national tournament at an at-large bid, let alone if they can just win Hockey East outright, they're locked in automatically, right? I heard a story, actually, the last time we were just in Providence. I heard a tale, and you are welcome to uh, confirm or deny this. Am I part of it? You are you are a big part of it. Okay. You are a big part of it. That you guys are playing a national tournament game. I believe it was against uh, Minnesota State, and you guys are down in the intermission. And apparently during the intermission, you stood up and you told the guys like, "Do not worry, we are winning this game." And you guys turned it around and won the game. Does that sound familiar to you? No, I mean, what's what happen- <laughs> no? <laughs> what, what happens in the locker room always stays in the locker room. Of course. But yeah, no, that was uh, probably one of the best best memories that I that I had from, from, you know, winning that game against Minnesota state, just those tournament games. I think that's something that as a Finnish guy, like we talked about these two different paths, you you never dream about playing international championship game. Yeah. You know, 
I played some in, in juniors. We we call them the Finnish Championship when you win on their 16, 18, or 20. Uh-huh. But uh, and then obviously you have the Finnish League champion. But uh, it's it's not something you ever dream about. And you then, don't think about playing in the NCAA. No. Yeah. yeah. And then you know you come in the first year and and we made a tournament. Okay, so cool. You. You, you, you're, it's, it's still your first year. You're still trying to figure it out. Okay, so next year, the second year, we made a tournament again. Won the first round. So now we're in, in the semifinal or the final of the regional. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like, okay, okay, this is kind of a big deal. Like, it's really hard to get here, and it's it's best of one. It's just one game. Yep. And then, you know, you, you get your third opportunity as a, as a junior, and you realize, like, okay, like, I end up signing after that. You know, I, it wasn't something I was thinking about at that point. But you know, you we we kind of knew that hey, this might be the last run with these guys right here. Yeah. So then, then it's it's again best of one, and then you know, it's those games are are so much fun because it's 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 a weird thing. Like hockey is I, hockey is way too much of a you know puck bounces that way goes that way to be a one game series, right? right? Like that's just a fact. Like that's what we play best of seven or best of five, whatever it is in in Finland, NHL, IHL. It's it's usually it's at least best of five. Right. Usually, uh, and most of the time it's best of seven. But those games, college hockey games, they're just one game. One and done. So that's like at that point, you know, you just know, okay, this is just and we played in Providence too. Uh the tournament was the was, regional, yeah. yeah. So that's the result was good. We ended up coming back and and, and you know Getting the win and and going to Buffalo for for the tournament, for the Frozen Four. Bada boom! How yeah. was that experience like? Just being in the Frozen Four. That was that was good. It was uh you know, I personally I remember you know I was battling against some minor yep. some minor small injuries, so it was it was you know hiding in, in the back room and you know getting getting all the attention medical stuff just to be get get on the ice, but it was still fun. Just like I said, it's. It's a different atmosphere when you're just going with your with your school and and um, for a Finnish guy, you know, sort of learning into that. Now I I like now I appreciate the national championship a lot. Like it's a big thing for me, and and you know, I'm, if I'm ever lucky enough to to have have children and you know, teach them something about hockey, you know, that would be something. You know, I, I won't forget to tell them about. Hey, there's this one big trophy that you can win in college hockey. So. It's uh, it's uh you know it's this time of the year it's soon gonna be up again and that's, that's what I was gonna say yeah in all of hockey this is the best time of the year right coming up soon it's playoffs time it's it's tournament time it's this is this is the fun time this is when it is I mean we so I guess NHL AHL even ECHL we start our playoffs way later than everybody else yes so like junior teams European teams they're already cranking out playoff series if not awarding championships in the in the next week or two here. Um, but then we get the whole playoff push. So like your last two months of the regular season, every game feels massive. And then you actually get into the playoffs and it's like, oh no, now they're an even bigger deal. Yeah. I'm going to echo exactly what you just said, which is this is the most, uh, fun time of year. You have like those first two weeks of the regular season where everyone's just happy to be back. And now you get this time of year where it's just nonstop thrills the whole way out. The in between there is, you know. It flies by pretty quickly, but this is now, you know, this is, like you said, every game counts and, and it's fun times. Well, you learned quickly the value, the importance of a national championship, college hockey here over here in the States. Um, had you been to North America at all prior to coming to Providence? 
Uh, yeah. Um, we played a, a couple of tournaments in Canada with the with the junior teams, and then we had the the summer showcase in Plymouth. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With the USA ho- uh, hockey tournament, Michigan. and then you know just just for vacation and stuff. Yeah, I was lucky enough with to to travel with my with my family and and uh, seen a little bit of the West Coast. Um, you know, obviously New York here, but it was the yeah. first time coming to Pennsylvania. Uh, actually not, it's not, but first time <laughs> I, we, we played, uh, we played in Pittsburgh with Providence, but it was an, anyways, first time living in Pennsylvania. First time living in Pennsylvania yes. when you ever, you, you ended up here. Yes. So you lock it down in Providence and over this time between going to school and then coming to here, I want to choose my words carefully here. I don't want to say that you've been Americanized because you are still very proudly Finnish. Exactly. But you have you have you've acclimated very well. I think if someone met you on the street, I don't think they'd be like, "Oh, this is some stranger who's from some foreign land." You have melded in very well. So, that brings me into a little segment we're going to do here on the podcast. Sounds good. What we've had you do all season is uh give us some Finnish expressions, Finnish sayings. Okay. We've been reciting them, the translated version of those <laughs> sayings to our English-speaking, your English-speaking teammates, they have fared probably better than you'd think sometimes, but most of the time just completely way off. It's been a fun thing that we've done here on the podcast. Okay. Well, I'm going to flip the script a little uh, bit here. That's now what I was you. saying. I'm worried about this. Okay. I'm curious just to see how many of our English expressions <laughs> you are familiar with. Okay. Uh, yes. So instead of playing the game that we've played all season, Suomi says, now we'll be playing... American idiom. America! America! <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. We love you. We love you. All right, Casper. Some of these you may have heard before. I'm going to kind of go rapid fire here. Don't want to spend too much time on them. But if you have heard it, you can easily just be like, hey, I know what that is. It means this. But if you need to take a second to think about it, by all means. So we'll start with this one. And once again, you may have heard these. You may not. This is mostly a curiosity on my part. Yeah, but it's bad if I don't know. Like, if not really. I hope, I hope they're really hard because then it's like he could never. I I hope you have no easy ones in there. I don't like. Okay, we'll we'll see. We'll I'm see. It was again. I'm just curious. If someone were to say, "Go fly a kite," what does that mean? No idea. If someone in the locker room was like, "Casper, go fly a kite," get going. Get, get like get out of here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you you got it. Yeah. So you never heard that, but you pretty much picked up on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, they're basically telling you like you you. Yeah, can, yeah. yeah leave yesterday yeah. like just get out of here yeah. i don't want to see your face anymore when someone says something has jumped the shark when you jump the shark you go too early no no this is something it actually uh, derives from a old tv show happy days um but it means something has um lost its original essence something that has gotten too crazy it is often okay, used yeah, yeah. to describe shows or people who often have ideas Someone comes to you with an idea, and it's like this is you've you've jumped the shark. This is not in line with what we're used to. Yeah. Because a character literally water skied over a shark, but then it's become an idiom to describe literally anything that has gotten off course. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense, this has jumped the shark. It's okay. become too silly, too crazy. It has jumped the shark. Casper, what does it mean to put lipstick on a pig? <laughs> no idea. Really. What do you think, if you had to guess? Put lipstick on a pig. 
He's trying to put lipstick on a pig. I'm sorry. I'm just actually like I'm thinking about the pig with the lipstick on it. So I'm, <laughs> that's I'm having a little yeah trouble here. Jarring uh, imagery for sure. Uh, yeah. I don't make. I no no idea. You're trying to make something that is terrible sound yeah, not as bad yeah. as it actually is. Yeah. Put the lipstick on a pig. Hey, uh, we lost that game eight to nothing. Yeah, the penalty kill was two for two though. You're, you're putting lipstick on a pig. We lost eight nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. All right, Casper, a few more here for you. If someone were to say, kick the bucket, you kicked the bucket. That guy kicked the bucket. Has he died? Yeah, yeah. it's morbid. But, yeah, yeah you got yeah, it. Like, You're dead. You kicked yeah, the bucket. Yeah, that one I knew. <laughs> what about? Okay, so what about spill the beans? You know, kick the bucket. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. do you know, spill the beans. Yeah, yeah. Is that if you, no, it's not if you're gossiping or, like, you're telling, oh. telling, li- like, telling, not a lie, but, like, telling something. I don't know. You're close. You're probably more familiar with the uh, more recent uh, slang idiom, spill the tea, which is gossiping. Okay. Spill the beans is more specifically about, uh, I would say, secrets. Okay, Someone well, that's told you a yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah. So yeah if, 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 you got to spill the beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you were you yeah, were yeah, right was, on the path. Yeah, you're I, on the path. You're there. I could have used that one in a sentence, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah like, you would based on what you thought, you would have been able to nail it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What if I said, Casper, you need to get your ducks in a row. Figure my sh- stuff out. No. Yeah. Yeah. Get your things in order. Figure yeah, yeah. figure your stuff out. Yeah. Oh, that was that was easy. Yeah, that, was that was quick the, reflexes yeah. on that one. All right. What if I said someone was born with a silver spoon in their mouth? That would be some. That would be someone from Sweden. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because there, you know, Swedish people are just a little bit more like they're just a little bit better than Finnish people. That you know, <laughs> everything is just you know just a little bit like. They think the Stockholm is just a little bit better than Helsinki. Yeah, like, like Helsinki's still good, but Stockholm's yeah, yeah. a little bit better. Like our hockey team is really good, but like they think they're just a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, like when you're born with, you know, when you're just a little bit better. You have e- th- easier things, you know, like yeah. life is a, like you, you're real richer, you know, whatever it is. You know? Yes, yeah. So that's you know more or less what the expression means. Someone who was born with tons of advantages, exactly. whether it be wealth, privilege, yeah. etc. They were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Yeah. Wow, you you really uh, that that came from somewhere deep inside. <laughs> yes, it is. You it may is. have heard that once or twice. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah. About Sweden. Yes, exactly. Um, I got two more for you, Casper. Okay, one more. If someone says "face the music," you have to face the music. If it's uh, if someone is, I don't know if this is right, but this is how I would think. Yeah. Uh, Instinct. Yes. Uh, like, let's say for us, like, if, you know, there's a lot of, we play bad games and, you know, you hear a lot of whispers, okay, there's, you know, bad things going on, you know, people start saying bad things about you, then you just, you know, you just have to go through it, you know, go at it, you know, it's, you know, just face, I don't know, take steps towards, you know, whatever action it might be to, to face that music. Um, That's probably even a little bit deeper than the the face value meaning of of face the music which is just like you need to you're going to have a reckoning for your behavior your actions there's some sort of consequence okay, okay, to yeah. what happens yes yeah, yeah. and you need to now face those consequences yeah, yeah. whether that be punishment or you need to talk to someone about it or confrontation there are some sort of consequences yeah. that you are about to face so 
You actually went like a little bit yeah, maybe. deeper into it. I like it, though. And the last one, Casper, that I have for you here, don't go chasing waterfalls. What does it mean if I tell you don't go chasing waterfalls? Just don't go after things you can't get. Sort of, maybe. Sort of, maybe. That's what I said. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Like, don't dream too big. Oh, yeah. Like, ish. Yeah, don't don't dream too big, which isn't to say not have dreams, but uh, don't engage in self-destructive behavior in pursuit of those goals. Like, I should have never gone after my girlfriend. Like, she's out of my league, so I shouldn't go chasing water. <laughs> well, I guess you could, if, if she's out of your league, what's the worst thing that happens? She just shuts you down. Exactly. I feel like don't go chasing waterfalls is more like, oh, I shouldn't do that because I will lose my wife. I yeah. shouldn't go after that girl because I have there were the... It'd yeah. be self-destructive okay, yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It, too ambitious or something like yeah. that. Well, those are some American English expressions for you. You did pretty well. We weren't. And that's why I was curious yeah. to see how you would do. I wasn't terrible. No. It's been, not at all. Yeah. I like the ones that you kind of talked through and it was like as you kept talking, it was like, no, he's getting it. Like, yeah, as getting he's going it. through, he's getting yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's the thing where it's, you know, you've heard, you've heard them in sentences, but maybe never. And I think that's... We should not be talking about languages, but that's that's an interesting part when when speaking in different languages and and you might learn a language and be fluent in it, like where I'm almost at, yeah. <laughs> but you still are. not understand the deeper meaning of a single word. Exactly. So, on, for example, you you might have a word that some foreign person might say, and then not understand the subtle meaning of that specific word. Mm-hmm. And I think that's you know where you be. That's just, that's the last step of step of actually becoming completely fluent in a language. And I that takes a long time to actually start understanding those deeper meanings. And I think you know that's for me it was good being at school because you learn. It's not only the hockey lingo. You also have to go to class. You have to talk to other people than just hockey players. Yeah. So you learn maybe get a little bit deeper sense of, of, of that part. Was there a time where you had to do like a group project in college? Yes. And people were like, who is this guy? Who <laughs> like, is this gigantic European person? No, I that was I was always lucky enough that uh, I have a fairly easy time to, you know, get to know. just Get to know get, people? Get to know people. Yeah. So I would just, it's easier just going up and be like, hey, I'm from Finland. So, you know, I might not know a thing or two but i know something about some other stuff so you know <laughs> let me help with that you guys can do that yes okay i think yeah. i think everyone can attest to that uh firsthand <laughs> good good at breaking the ice yes. so to say are you are you familiar with that break yes, the ice breaking the yeah ice. there you yeah, go yeah, you got course. that one so i i just wanted to know i wanted to see given that you were tricking a lot of a lot of your teammates with some finnish expressions yes. translated of course to make them sound even stranger than they actually are of course the meaning once they're revealed oh that makes sense <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know how many they've been able to apply into their daily lexicon, <laughs> but I wanted to sort of turn the tables a little bit there. And one thing I also have to do with you, Casper, here on the Penguins podcast is go to another recurring segment we have. Casper, what I always do is we have our previous episode's guest leave a blind question for the next episode's guest. It's a question that can be about anything in the world. They don't know who they are asking it to, so it can't be catered to a specific person. They can't you know, pinpoint one person and try and pick them apart. No, it is a blind question. And it is now time for me to ask you that question. Casper, are you prepared for me to no. pop the question? You're not? But go ahead. 
you can never be prepared for this, exactly. especially because this is now the second episode in a row that we have a would you rather question. A would you rather, okay? Casper, would you rather live with would you rather live with really bad breath or really bad smelly feet? Rancid breath or rancid feet? Would the sel- you the rather? Selfish, the selfish dis- decision here would be bad breath, right? Why do you say that? You can't taste your own breath. You can't. Yeah, yeah you could. You could. You'd be torturing anybody you have a conversation exactly. with. But then you can smell your own feet. Right. So the selfish answer would so be I would, bad breath. Yeah. So I would say I, I I'm gonna answer feet because I already have that. So you already I, have smelly feet. I have smelly feet. All hockey players have smelly feet. That's true. So I hope uh, I hope I don't have uh, a smelly breath. So I'm gonna go with the feet. You're gonna go with the feet. Yes. And I I can attest with you saying you have smelly feet. You have shoes on here. I'm not getting any sort of malodorous <laughs> things here. So you could take preventative measures towards the smelly feet. Yes. Is your your approach here. So you would choose smelly feet to protect others. And because it's already an, an ailment you feel that you have to deal with on a daily exactly. basis. Exactly. Yeah. That's an easy one. You think that's easy? To taking care of other people like that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever got a whiff of your own breath one time and been like, this is actually terrible, I need to do something about oh, this? of course. Because here's the thing. Like you said, most of the time you can't smell your own breath. Yes. Even if it's really bad, someone else would be like, buddy, you got to take a mint. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I had no idea. That odd time where you just get a little bit right in there, you just, you just smell it just that little bit, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I need to find the nearest toothbrush immediately. All the mints you have, because it is like – your brain goes into panic mode whenever you you smell your own breath yeah. and it's bad. Yeah. Because you're not used to it's it. It's tough. It is very tough. It's tough, but yeah. No, I. Um, but again, it's just life. It's just life. <laughs> bad breath, facts of life. Bad feet, facts of life. Exactly. I can't wait to see what uh, question you come up with for for your teammates. I'll have to get a blind question from you at a later date. But this has been a. A pleasant conversation as always, my friend. But before, oh, I already see you reaching for your headset. Just calm down here. We have one last thing we have to do before we officially conclude this episode of the Penguins podcast. Casper, we always like to end with a little something called Pens Picks. Pens Picks. Casper, it is at this time in every podcast where I ask my guest for a recommendation that you can give our listeners. It can be about anything on this big blue marble Whatever you want to recommend, something you've been super into lately, take some time to think about it. But I will ask you, what is your pen's pick? I should say, uh, come to a game. You can do that if you want. But um, um, make sure you are nice to people okay. and tell your loved ones that you love them. That is a wonderful pen's pick. Tell your loved ones that you love them. Sometimes yeah. we don't do it enough. Exactly, especially when you're far away from home. Especially in, in your case, far away from home. If any of our listeners have family members that have either moved away or maybe you moved away from them, maybe this is the perfect time. Just let them know. You don't, you don't need a reason, right, Casper? Exactly. You don't you need don't, a reason. I mean, you don't have to wait for Valentine's Day. You know, you can just... Don't have to wait for Mother's Day. Exactly. Don't have to wait for Father's Day. Father's Day is a different here in back home. Wait, well, how? Just a different date. 
Oh, it's still the same yes, principle, yes, yes, but yes. it's just a different day. Or mother, one of the one, like one is on the same day on, and one is not. When's Father's Day? When's Mother's Day? May? <laughs> Question mark. I know whenever it's about yeah, to happen. Yeah, I yeah. know when it's about to happen because your whole body goes into tremors. You're like, oh, it's Mother's Day. I need to make sure. May's I... the same. Mother's Day is the same. Okay, because that's good. when uh, hockey, World Championship hockey. Usually. So Maybe. you always match up Mother's Day with World Championships. Yeah. And Father's Day's in June. Exactly. And I knew back that. home, it's in later. It's in later. It's in later. It's uh, Here, I have Google. September. Finish Father's Day? November. Oh, November. Well, Father's Day 2022, November 13th. Put it in your calendar now. Yes. But like we said, you don't need a holiday to tell your loved ones that you love them. Uh, I guess we'll also give a pen's pick to the comedian we mentioned earlier. Uh, oh Ismolecula. yes, Ismolecula. There we go. Everybody, he's a little bit of a a, a more boring version of Pusty. More boring version of Pusty. So that's a lot to say about Pusty, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And very quickly, I will also throw out a uh, Penn's pick here. I think we've already done this this season, where I just said going to the to see movies in theaters. So I'm actually going to throw a little bit of an extra wrinkle on that movie theater popcorn. It's not good for you, but you can't have the movie without the movie theater popcorn. If you're skipping the concession stand on your way into the, the movie, you better be like 20 minutes late. You're pointing to yourself? Yeah. You skip the popcorn? Yeah. Well, you're healthy. That's That doesn't count. It does, though. I, I agree with you. But it's movies, like, it's it's a good thing. You, you People should go to movies more often. People should go to the movies, and I'm, also, I'm going to see The Batman later today. So when I enjoy The Batman, I will have a big, big bowl of popcorn in front of me while I enjoy it. Sounds good. You've earned it. Thanks, Casper. I don't know if I have, but I'm going to convince myself that I did anyway. You only and have to go and see Mike Joyce before that, you know, to make sure you earn your popcorn. I don't care what he says. And then you can go see Seamus' cat. And then I will see – uh, hey, it's one of my favorite things to do is, you know, get together with Seamus, uh, his very famous wife, Lanye West, play a game of Settlers of Catan, and have like eight to ten cats interrupt the game throughout the, the course of the, the board game. It's fun, though. It's exactly. fun. It's a good time. Well, Casper, you have also earned uh, the right for me to relinquish you here from the Penguins podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure, buddy. Thanks so much for taking the time. I'll uh, let you go and enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck the rest of the season, pal. Thank you. And we'll be back soon enough with another episode of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. But I must always thank you for your listenership. Greatly appreciated, ladies and gentlemen. We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. So have a nice day and tell your loved ones just how you feel.